This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at Liveberg Studios up in Glenshaw. Our producer Ben Stoney is here. We want your calls. We want your input. Hit us up on the hotline, 412-368-6375, or email us, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. You can listen to the show wherever you get your podcast. John, saw. Saw, dude. How are you? I'm good. Are you okay? I know you had a run-in with somebody on oh, the main drag. I should, I should have I should have waited until after the show to tell you. I was involved in a, in a spat. I, I take, <laughs> listen, I take uh, umbrage with people blasting the red light by my house i don't like it it needs to stop and if someone has to die whether because they were hit by a motorist or they chose to martyr themselves right with a madman which is where i'm headed mm. that's the only way that real change is going to happen can you just cut to the really good part where i hit closing line with i this hit the gentleman? guy with oh lexus boy lexus, lexus boy. boy oh he's gonna go to the game and sit at the lexus club because <laughs> he's a Red light running Lexus boy. Yeah. I don't know about you. I have this thing where if I'm within, let's say, 100 yards of my house where I pay taxes and live and have a family, have my little corner of the world, I feel a couple things. You can be shirtless without with impunity. I feel like I can be shirtless almost anywhere. Yeah, but, but especially like, you know, it's like I'm taking out the trash any time of year. May or may not be fully, fully clothed. I feel justified in that. I also feel like you can mouth off to whoever you want. It's your house. <laughs> it, I mean, Within a degree of reason. Here's like, the thing. I, w- I was right in, in this horrible thing that got away from me. I was correct. And you were extra right because this is your turf. You can't let somebody come in there and disrespect that red light. That's know. your red light. <laughs> you're right. You know what, John? You're making a lot of sense. Yeah, hey, let's get serious. Enough about all of that. Right. You shared with me on the way here a fantastic email snippet, a, a closing line. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can end an email. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your time. Best. Cheers. Right. Which cheers is like, cool it. There's Yeah, there's a lot of talk. Yeah, cheers. Right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of talk out there about reading between the lines. This email, which wasn't sent to me, was a was a big flex by someone. I'll just put it this way without going into too much detail. There was an issue that one colleague had directly with another. Um, that was sort of incidental, and I certainly know the other person was ready to. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix this. It was a. I've got something on this date that you're trying to do something else on this date. This one person decided to uh, bring up the conflict and then say, "What are we doing here?" Question mark. <laughs> And then ended the email with, have a nice day, question mark? That's amazing. <laughs> have a nice day, question mark? I mean, why not just say, <clears throat> have a nice day? 
the have a nice day question mark is like, I don't know if you should have a nice day because you f- this, this date up for me and you're, you didn't even f- up. You're just thinking about f-ing it up. Right. But the, also, the other part was that it was that 50 people, the entire staff. Completely unnecessarily. <laughs> was copied on this entire thing. Have a nice day. Question mark. What? Love it. How many people needed to be on that email? One other person. Okay. Who, yeah, it's pretty wild. That's a flex. Yeah, that's a flex. A, it's flexy language. Yeah. It, but I will say this: none of it over the line. Have a nice day. You could pass off the question mark, and that is a typo. You could, yeah. if pressed. <laughs> I like have a nice day question mark. I would recommend anyone use that because it's like really makes you think. If you want to strike fear into the heart of your email enemies. You got to get them off balance. Do you think it's possible they were having an existential crisis and they were like, have a nice day? Like, what is nice even? Right. Compared to... What's a day? Time is just this flat circle (laughs) that we're used to measure. I love it. We're now in a great headspace to tackle the show. Yeah. John Bucko Fever. It's the home opener. Friday, the 7th at 4.12 p.m. Do you get it? Right. It was cute. Like the first ten times, I don't know. I'm over it. Four one two. You know what we should do? We should start a change.org position for a seven two four day, yeah. July twenty fourth game, and yeah. an, uh, an August fourteenth day for our friends up north, neighbors to the north. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's, I think there's a lot to maybe not be hopeful for. Although that you know they've got the good young dudes. They've got O'Neill Cruz. Mm-hmm. The big thing to be excited about, at least in terms of uh, drama is that the Pirates, it appears, will have to pay Brian Reynolds like $100 million in some kind of insane contract that you either do it because it's the right thing to do or you don't do it and then maybe officially unite the city in trying to get you to sell. How many times has that happened? But this would be like more of a watershed moment. Listen, as long as they can re-sign Dippin' Dots to a long-term extension and I can count on getting... The ice cream of the future, in the future, I really cannot um, turn my back on the organization. You get there, and you're like, wow, I'm excited to get Dippin' Dots. And you walk up to the thing, and you notice that it's not Dippin' Dots. It's Mini Melts, which is the off-brand version of Dippin' Dots. I know this as a connoisseur. Uh, You do love Dippin' Dots. I love them. I love them, too. What's not to like? And you can't really get them anywhere else. You can get them at most Sunokos now. Really? Oh, yeah. I had some earlier. What? I had like some, today? I had some today. No, you didn't. Swear to God. Wow. And guess when else I had some? Where? Yesterday. <laughs> I had some yesterday as well. You. Mini melts, John. No, I don't want those. So there are some exciting things. I see myself going to more baseball games this year. Okay. I do. Also, that it is one of those things where, like, we haven't had the consistent nice weather. Right. There's a romance to it, though. There is. It's like, oh, the summer's going to be great, man. It's going to be warm. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, just hanging out. There's music playing. Like, I, you you do it, though. I, I'm more of a person that says I'm going to go down there more and, and doesn't. I don't know if I'll actually make it down there. Let's go to a game. We haven't been to a game together in a while. Let's do it. Can yeah. we take Ben Stonian with us? I think we should. He is reluctantly agreeing. All right. I'm excited for a lot of things. And also, I realize that if I don't go to games, I'm never going to get to knock a few things off of my Pirates bucket list. Ooh, you have one of those. I do have a Pirates bucket list. Okay. And I think that some of these have been longstanding. I think the first one is, as long as I've known about throwing the home run back, 
mm. of the away team. That is so you. Oh, man. That is you. <laughs> God, that is so you. Wow. How sweet would that be? Yeah. You catch the home run. It's like, uh, and also, it would be very sexy if it was like, you catch like the $4 million Aaron Judge record-breaking home right. run. You look at it in your hand. Spit on it. You look <laughs> onto the field. Yeah. And you're like, I can either have $4 million and buy like a 10-bedroom estate right. in Millvale. Secure my family for generations. Generational wealth. Or I can live forever <laughs> in the hearts and minds of the Bucko faithful. Yeah. And then you just throw it back like an asshole. Right. Like just a total, you yell something at judge. Here's the other one. Sort of in the same vein. This okay. is like the uh, throwing the home run back is the Stones, right, and then the black hat. Right, it's yeah. black hat. And uh, the Beatles move of that is you catch the pirate home run, and then you assist it into the river. Ooh, that's See, cool. I, Has anyone ever done that? I don't know. That's a good question. Both of these, I think, are like could get you tossed right. from the game, but even worth it. They're martyring you. I've got one. I want to barehand a line drive. Headed straight for a young child. Straight face. for your own <laughs> child. <laughs> I feel like that's the level up from. I once caught a foul ball and gave it to a kid, and it felt like everyone in the stadium thought I was a good person, and it was a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. What a feeling! Right? Everybody looks at you like, yeah, you know what? You did push uh, that kid down the steps, but he was sixteen. <laughs> he can yeah. handle himself. Yeah, at a party. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know what? You made that child's day. People clapped. I felt like a hero. Nice. <laughs> but to barehand one? Yeah, so you you also want Sports Center like check out this ninja dad. Yeah. Give him a contract. Right? That's what I want. That's a pretty good goal, man. Uh, I also would like to see uh, something that you propagated oh, right. years back. Slogan that I think will catch on as the team plays better. Beat 'em off bucks. You had some shirts made with your own money. I did. Um, that you commissioned, and it's a great shirt. I have one, and I would like to see a beat 'em off Bucks T-shirt out there in the wild. Beat 'em off Bucks is sweet because uh, when you're walking with the beat 'em off Bucks shirt, people are like, they glance and then they glance away and then they glance back, and you can see them reading. So it confuses people, which is always fun. Also, beat 'em off Bucks is a great thing to yell on seven beers at a right. pirate game. Yeah. Beat him off, Bucks! <laughs> uh, real quick, how do you feel about the woo? Nah. You're not into it? I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying I've never wooed at a game before. Yeah. That would be a lie. Middle of, you know, a hot night in July. <laughs> We're losing to the Brewers. 7-0. Have... Yeah, I don't think the woo's cool. But I'm excited, John, because I'm going on vacation next week. Oh. And I'm going to... Savannah, Georgia. Hey. And in Savannah, there's a minor league baseball team known as the Savannah Bananas. And they're, oh. I don't know if you've heard about them. They did it, like a full NPR piece on them. Uh, the Bananas are reinventing baseball. They've got fun rule changes, and it's all about making the game go faster. Hmm. So no bunting, no walks, uh, no mound visits. And if a fan fe- catches a foul ball, it's an out. Oh, that's cool. This is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it eliminates some of the unnecessary tedium of America's pastime. Mm. And at the Bananas games, they just really, they put the fan experience 
front and center. Players do dances. You know, they got like an outfielder on stilts back there. Good, clean, fun. Exactly. It's a whole new way to experience the ballpark. Sounds interesting, John? Yeah, I would, I would buy a ticket for that. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not baseball. In fact, it's a f***ing disgrace. Listen, baseball is supposed to suck. It was invented in 1846 as a way to distract the masses from the cold fact that you and everyone you know will die of dysentery. You're supposed to sit there, spaced out, in your own painful emotions. Am I the only person that gives a shit about tradition? It was good enough for your grandpa, John. You think you're better than your grandpa? I, I... He fought in the war. One of the good ones. What have you done? He wasn't even in the war. Let me get this straight. You want to make the games shorter? Sorry, I'm trying to get my money's worth. You're not going to shoo me out of the ballpark after two and a half hours. No wonder inflation is insane. You're going to have to work a lot harder than that if you want to get my $9, Mr. Nutting. Post me up in left field, in direct sun, shoulder to shoulder between sweaty strangers, with only a double XL Jason Bay shirt and a pair of gas station sunglasses, keeping me from melanoma. And if an underpaid usher asks me to leave one second before five hours of total game time, well, I might just have to forget there's someone's grandparent who is financially unable to retire. I might have to freak out. I'm here to yell deeply personal things from Wikipedia at other players. I heard the Pirates are sexing up their concessions with some fancy international fare this year. You can get some Maryland-ass crab fries or some Milwaukee-ass cheese curds. You could even get a hamburger with a piece of cheese on it. <laughs> there used to be two food options. A boiled hot dog, which is objectively the worst way to cook a hot dog, or a mashed up unrefrigerated sandwich from your grandma's purse. Ketchup and mustard. There was no fig jam. There was no remoulade. Let's get rid of it all. Let's burn it all down. We've taken up false idols. It's all Billy Squire, Sky Blast Night, promotional fedoras, and window dressing. We need to embrace the suck. We need to mold the next generation of pirate fans into hardened lunatics, not the soft sheep we've become. Let's reclaim the pirate fan experience. Let's center it around bullying ownership into spending the money it takes to put a winning product on the field. Beat them off, Bucks. Wow. Bravo. I feel very passionately about this, John. I'm with you. You've convinced me. Get, get out of here with all that fun stuff. <laughs> I hate fun. Oh, I'll tell you what. They lost me forever with the concessions when they, they got rid of that pulled pork sandwich with the pierogies on it. Oh, yeah. That was good as hell. That was good. Also, I think it was on a pretzel bun. Because why not? I'm a sucker for that. That's a little bit fun, though. That might be too fun. Too fun. I agree. Look, it's too fun. (laughs) I'm at the point now where it's like, oh, you went to the game. They're 15 games back, and you went. You had, like, a good time. You're a a f***ing poser, Tad. (laughs) You're a sellout, and your grandparents... Mm are embarrassed of you. What do you think your grandparents would think of uh, you hanging out at Eaton Park this past weekend? Oh, they wouldn't like that either. Yeah. But but because they're out of touch. Did you disrespect <laughs> the logo? Did we disrespect the logo? I don't think we did. All right, so folks, if you haven't seen it, you can check out our Twitter. Yeah, we did sort of a fake news story outside of the Banksville Eaton Park about the Penguins and sort of like about the farcical nature of local news. We'll play a couple seconds of it here for you. I opened up the Sunday paper, seen a sign, and uh, I thought, hey, I could put this on my fridge, or I could put it up somewhere where people are going to see it. It's a no-brainer. Simple, succinct, and hopefully serendipitous. 
For a Penguin team looking to make their 17th straight playoff appearance, Lavashak says he put the sign up Monday morning, and patrons are already taking note. I mean, I think it's great, you know, like as a player, being on the other side of this kind of thing, it really means a lot. Uh, where do you play? I play D-League up in Warrendale Monday nights. Do people at Eaton Park think that was cool? I think they do. I think, think Eaton so? Park is um, a classy organization. I think that they they don't get down in the muck with the elephants. They know what they're worth. They know who they are. They're not like Turner's Tea trying to be like, oh, look at us do this and look at us do that. I don't know. Love us, please. Love us. Eaton Park is like, we're Eaton Park. We've been here and we're going to be here. If you want to come, cool. If not, suck it. We're the place for smiles. <laughs> Yeah, I, Eaton Park doesn't try too hard. That's why it's Eaton Park. It's great. Yeah, I do think that Eaton Park's like, go ahead, talk shit on us. We don't care. Right? Are you going to get kombucha at Eaton Park one day? No, they're never going to go co-sign that bullshit. Get an IPA at Eaton Park? I wish they did. You know where they used to serve beer, John? Where they used to sell beer? This was about like 12 years ago before mm. that was a thing. The Neville Island Kings. Oh, there was a Kings on Neville Island, and you could buy Sixers there. I think you could buy 12 there. And as a Hell yeah. as a PA resident... That was insane. They did a lot of business, I'm sure. I bet they did. I bet they <laughs> contributed to their <laughs> more than their fair share of <clears throat> criminal activity. One last thing about the Pirates, John, before we move on, and this is sort of a reason not to go to a game. They're in a labor dispute, the Pirates, with the ushers Ooh. and the usher uh, union that staffs the games at PNC Park. In the news stories that I've seen, they said in 2003, ushers were getting $9 an hour. Okay. In 2023, they're getting $9.35 an hour. That's the bad look. Badlook.com, also unlivable. Like, right. <laughs> what? what? And the, you know, the hours are weird. It's not a nine to five either. Like there's, you know, I think for some folks it's a side hustle and for folks that are in or at retirement age, it's tough. Yeah. If you're, if we're talking about things that could force nutting to sell the team, Mm. him looking like, looking, I only said looking like a uh, homestead strike breaker with the senior citizens of the area making nine thirty five an hour, like well, I think they are having homestead strike night. <laughs> you know, it'll be like historical reenactment. On, you know, in right field, we'll be reenacting the homestead strike. <laughs> ben Charrington's like, Mister Nutting, sir, please don't make me do this. He's like, you'll be fine. Have <laughs> have fun with it. And Ben Charrington is dressed as a Pinkerton, yeah. <laughs> from the early nineteen hundreds. I don't know, man. Let's hope it's a fun summer on the North Shore in downtown Pittsburgh. Let's hope, you know, maybe they'll bring back the regatta. Or is that <laughs> remember that? Did it was it gone? I don't know. I feel like it's always I feel like the regatta is like the McRib of Pittsburgh events. <laughs> right. Sometimes like, it comes back and it's a big deal and then other times where is it? What happened? We press all that it. leftover meat together. We yeah. need an event. Yeah. Uh shout out to Renegades of the Rotunda on Twitter. It's that crew that dresses like legit pirates and oh, hangs yeah. out in the rotunda. Those dudes are sweet, but shout out to them. Uh, someone said, like, you know, like, I don't know, KDK News tweeted out, like, that Usher labor situation, and they were like, Renegades of the Rotunda, we're about to be Renegades of the Rich Seats. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just march down there. Yeah. It's one of the great things about a baseball game. That is maybe the best thing about a baseball game. Just getting up and planting your flag. You go down there. Yeah. 
I'm going to get your feeling the thrill being 13 years old, head down, walking past right. an underpaid usher to the third baseline. Yep, stepping over rows of seats. Liberating. Yeah. This is broken news. Oh, shit. It broke. Downtown is going to be a safer, friendlier place. Downtown leadership, city leadership, has brought us the Golden Triangle Ambassadors. The GTA, if you will. <laughs> okay, I, I glanced at this. I read some of it. Explain to people what this is. So this is a team of eight full-time ambassadors, two supervisors, and a dispatcher. And the purpose of this team is uh, focused, you know, just on having a presence, extra set of eyes, engaging with people in the downtown area, um, just to try to clean up some of the the issues that, that have been going on down there. I saw a picture. They have jackets, and it's it's a logo. Not first responders, but, you know, just extra. <laughs> Second responders. Just, just vigili- vigilantes, of, <laughs> like diet vigilantes. <laughs> Uh, what makes you different than us? I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so... Um, this is the first thing I thought of. Right. You know, they were looking for the right people, because it's not an easy job, and you got to... No. Um, it I takes was, a very specific set of skills. Right, right. And so I was actually approached by city leadership. They came to me hat in hand, and they asked me to put together a team. I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to do it with my people. So here's what we got. The Golden Triangle Ambassadors. Guys like Ron Marsico. All right? Okay, this guy doesn't give a f***. He's got two DUIs, a wicked case of gout, and he hasn't talked to anyone in his nuclear family in 13 years. The Ambassadors. You want someone to make people feel uncomfortable when they're spotting up to blast a piss behind Moe's grill? The Golden Triangle Ambassador. You know, and then there's this guy, Owen Stafford. They call him the Staff Infection. You want to talk about toxic masculinity? If he's not talking to your sister about crypto at Planet Fitness, he's probably posting online about how some girl at Planet Fitness is a total bitch for not giving him her number. <laughs> the Ambassadors. Oh, and one more thing. His dad owns a gun, and he's not afraid to ask to borrow it. The Golden Triangle Ambassadors. Mary Jean Kowalski is one tough mama. Don't let the several giant eagle bags she's holding in her obviously poor condition fool you. You remember Steelers fullback Dan Kreider? She once MF'd him at Chupka's 2 and he ended up apologizing to her at the end of it. (laughs) Wow, so was he wrong or it was just that? No one really knows. The Golden Triangle Ambassadors. Man, you've assembled a crack team to meander downtown Mm -hmm. and ask people, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. This is how I always imagine it going. Like, uh, like, (laughs) hey, scram! (laughs) Get where you're going. Come on, man. Come on, dude. You know they don't have a public restroom in Duncan. <laughs> I hope it goes well. I hope it goes well. I don't think... Um, I don't know what the shelf life on that job is. I mean, you know, one of these Golden Triangle ambassadors, if you don't hire the right person, they might flip, you know? <laughs> they might flip, and then and then you got a bunch of and they know GTA the... gear floating around. You don't know who's what. You don't know who, who the ops are and who... 
you know they know their, who they the know covers the, are right? yeah right it could become a whole i mean you got to really keep a tight lid on this thing that's why you need the right people loyalty is important yeah it could be like a red october type thing yeah yeah, well, look, I wish those people well. <laughs> it's a thing to try. Uh, it certainly is. Maybe could have used one of those ambassadors over at Cappy's You're this past week. Talking about a shady side ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, as uh, former Mayor Bill Peduto was involved in an altercation at Cappy's. Mm. I've seen a lot of loose talk right. about what had happened, but, you know, people... I knew this. I think you knew this. You knew that was... Peduto's spot. Yeah, I feel like that's that's sort of a that's a, a known open secret. That yeah, that was, yeah. Even Peduto with, hangs out at Cappy's. Yeah, Cappy's is cool. Really, it was only a matter of time before someone went in there and said some something about the bike lanes. Presumably, right. right. Every card carrying boomer yenzers like bike lanes. Yeah. Like just get, get, as, get your own <laughs> joke. You know, yeah. It's not even a joke. It's just a thing. Right. I, I mean, I, I've always thought of him. I mean, he's a politician. as a friendly guy but maybe he could hold his own i I don't know you better come correct maybe (laughs) you know i don't you know you don't want to see anyone get harangued in a bar no you don't but maybe it could be a new lane for him be a pro wrestler they like couldn't you see him smashing two iron cities together the mayor (laughs) stone cold bill peduto something like that what would would his move be he'd have to go lean into it yeah full heel on the bike lane stuff He would definitely rock the um, thing that uh, Big Show rocked, like that. The one, <laughs> the one arm singlet. That would definitely be his thing. Bike lane, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> he hit. He beats people with like the like that bike chain. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. This is making a lot of sense. Yeah. Maybe we could get him on the show. <laughs> We're ambassadors. We are ambassadors in our own right, John. That's exactly right. All right. That's going to do it for the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. Huge thanks to Liveberg Studios. Check them out, livebergstudio.com. Huge thanks to our producer, Ben Stonium. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.